Hello, and welcome to Inspired Caregiver. My name is Michelle. I created this podcast because I was the primary family caregiver for both of my grandmothers for a collective seven years, which meant I handled everything from car keys to managing their households, dealing with all this stuff, and then ultimately end-of-life care. And I've worked in senior living as a result of that experience for over seven years. So this podcast is designed to share with you insights, tips, tricks, and inspiration through those experiences. And I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Inspired Caregiver. Hello, my friends. How are you? I hope your year is off to a good start. Over the weekend, some of my girlfriends and I did our year in review and planning afternoon. We looked back through our calendars and our pictures to see what our year was like, because quite frankly, sometimes it feels like something that was two months ago, uh, felt like three years ago. So we do a review and then um, it helps us to see where we're putting our energy and we observe and reflect if our calendar actually represents what we want to be accomplishing and if our lives are being lived into our values and priorities, word of the year, that sort of thing. Take a minute to celebrate accomplishments and then begin to set our intentions for the upcoming year. And then we begin to plan. I love this group of women and I really love doing this exercise with them. We go around the room and share what we discovered and our goals for the upcoming year. And it's just really real and vulnerable and one of my most special times of the year. And this year it was extra special because one of my daughters was able to join us. So that was really fun. Obviously it is impossible to live in a mindful space every minute of our life, especially when we're feeling so stretched thin by expectations, people pleasing and responsibilities. I think one of the greatest gifts of middle age is that we are just worn out on seeking external validation and approval. And we start to look inward at who we really are and what we really want but we're, we're very tired and we're a little lost about how to create more in our life and still feel like we're able to just get through each day, especially when we're trying to help our parents manage their affairs in addition to juggling everything else in our own household. So today I want to share with you how I do it all and have continued to have success in my life. Generally, in all areas of my life, I feel like I have created what I've always dreamed of. I mean, everything I have put on paper has, over the years, has come to fruition. So, just wanted to share uh, some of my strategies. So, the first thing is, I don't do it all. And I certainly don't do it all well, all the time. Sometimes there is an area of my life that requires more attention than another. Sometimes I'm doing B-minus work, 
in one or all areas of my life, but I'm still showing up. And sometimes I'm not even showing up. I retreat. My body and my mind tell me that I need to scale back or go to bed obnoxiously early. I really just pay attention to my energy levels and I honor what my energy level is without judgment and work with myself wherever I am at, which is something we talk about with how we interact with people with dementia, honestly. Got to meet people where they are at. I am a planner and I do have some foundational healthy habits that feed higher energy levels. I am also resourceful and I pull in help when and where I can or just adjust my expectations of myself when necessary. Sometimes I have to readjust that to-do list in my head and determine what really needs to get done and what is something that can just be let go. The point is I am paying attention. I am meeting myself where I need to be and I'm just not beating myself up constantly about it. I feel like that's an undercurrent of, of what people around me are doing often. Secondly, I am keeping my greater vision for myself in mind. Each morning I write down 10 dreams or goals that I have for myself. Sometimes something that I think I want, after writing it down for four months, it doesn't feel true anymore. So I'll remove it from the list and just try something else on. But this practice has really helped me build some momentum with my daily life because since I've practiced writing something down so much, now as I'm making decisions throughout my day, those things I'm writing down in the morning resurface for me. It's like almost subconscious because they're just simmering in that background. So it's easy to slip through each day just trying to get through it. Um, but those things come back up for me that I have been dreaming about, especially right now in healthcare. Um, we're just really struggling as COVID moves through the city. So having that time in the morning to keep my eye on the greater picture of what I want and who I am becoming, a child of God who lives up to the potential he put in me, really helps me stay on track with my goals. The third thing that I am really, really good at is getting back to it without too much energy being in judgment of myself. Overall, my health goals are very, very clear. Aging well is really important to me, and I have specific patterns and habits that contribute to that effort. There are times when I get really off track. Last week, I had a pretty stressful day, and for dinner at my desk, I ended up eating a small bag of Oreos, a small bag of Cheez-Its, and a donut, but I didn't dwell on it. I physically didn't feel that great. So there was no need to layer more drama on it by saying mean things to myself. I knew in the moment this was a train wreck, but I just, I just did it. And then I didn't lose my mind being mad at myself about it. 
and I don't wait for a calendar opportunity to get back to it. Like I don't wait for the new year for a fresh start or my birthday. Um, I really look at every meal, every day, every week is a new opportunity to get back to myself. I don't wait for some other calendar-based milestone to regroup. And I just do it quickly without drama. The fourth thing that I lean into for success is that compound effect. Darren Hardy has a book about this, and I've given it to some of my coaching clients because I know that my little efforts eventually will pay off and they can start to snowball at some point. My trainer just said to me, it's, a quote that he heard from somewhere, it's not all or nothing, it's always something. So whatever small effort I steadily put in, those efforts are helping move the needle. Much of my life, the story that I've stuck with is that I'm inconsistent. But when I started to dig into my day, I realized there were a lot of places that I demonstrated consistency, like brushing my teeth twice a day, for example, going to bed and waking up roughly the same time during the day, drinking water on my commute to work, hugging my kids, telling them I love them regularly, all of these things I'm very consistent with. So for me to stay stuck in my story about myself that I'm not consistent, it just wasn't serving me and ultimately it really wasn't true. So when I started to pay attention to all the areas where I, I was consistent, that's what really started to expand in my new belief. And I did see more consistency in my life. And finally, I do things even when I don't feel like it. And this is a really big one. And I think we're doing a lot of things in our day, in our life that we don't feel like, but I'm not sure if all of them are totally necessary. We talk about this a lot in our house. If going to the gym was on your mind and then when it's time to do it, someone doesn't really want to go, that's when you just have to double down and go. Mel Robbins has a great TED talk where she explains what an a-hole our brains are and that basically we are never, we're never going to feel like it. Darren Hardy also talks about this. When it comes down to it, what we just want to do is be a sloth and binge watch Schitt's Creek or putter around our house. But I have gotten up at 5 a.m., which is basically the middle of the night to go swimming in the dead of winter in order to prepare myself for a half marathon. Discomfort is the currency for our success. So you have to do things even if you don't feel like it because it's for your greater good and it will help move the needle to those goals. Our relationship with time is important. It really matters. We don't feel like we have enough of it. We feel exhausted by it. We feel like it's moving too fast. In 1998, I had an idea. I figured out what my dream job would be and I didn't step into it into that role until 2016 and it just it came when I was ready it came when I was ready I've done a lot of meditations around time participated in time management programs and I have done a lot of coaching around time 
I've done thought downloads on it where you just sit down and write down everything that you can think of in relation to time. So I'm just healing my relationship with time. Over and over again, I hear that people feel like their life is on hold while they're helping their older family members and they're just exhausted and struggling to manage it all. And there are definitely times when you are in a crisis mode, like there's a hospital stay that's happening um, out of necessity. You just have to hunker down and get through that. Or it's time to empty the house and you have to hunker down and, and get through it. But overwhelmingly, each day of your life is adding up to your lifetime. And this is it, folks. This is it. This is our life. And life is 50-50. It's, it's not always going to be uh, rainbows and daisies. I encourage you to keep dreaming. Keep setting goals and chipping away at them. Honor your energy levels. But do things to set yourself up for success. And you know what those things are. You know what you need to be doing to set yourself up for success so that you can have the energy to create the life that you want. And beating yourself up is a terrible use of your time and energy. It's terrible. It gets you nowhere. I hope your 2022 is off to a good start. It is definitely getting kind of weird out there again. So do your best to stay engaged and continue to have that broader vision of, of what you want for your life and the steps that you can be taking to move the needle, move in that direction. Don't give up. You are doing a great job. I love you and I see you and look forward to being with you next week. Take care.